0: announcement the revolution will not be televised i repeat the hemp revolution will not be televised welcome to the hemp revolution podcast the global hotspot for the buzz and the can of biz hear the secrets of the green rush from the dreamers who are writing the rules innovating business and changing history forever Immerse yourself with the fascinating stories from the leaders in the hemp health revolution to learn how we are changing the game. Now, here's your hosts, James Brinkerhoff and Sonia Gomez.
1: Hey guys, Sonia Gomez coming to you from Denver, Colorado. This is another badass rock star episode of the Hemp Revolution podcast. And today we have a unique and yet highly sought after guest um super excited to share and introduce him to you here in just a moment but first for those of you guys who are tuning in check us out on medicalsecrets.com if you are looking for products you can depend on to deliver the results you're looking for and check us out on the emeraldcircle.com if you are a budding entrepreneur looking for relationships, resources, similar to the one that you will see here on today's episode, to help you troubleshoot and get past that glass ceiling that I'm certain that if you are part of this industry, you are already hitting. It is our mission to bring the truth about cannabis and hemp to you so that you can make empowered decisions about how you want to care for yourself the people that you love, the conditions that you may be suffering from, but also how we can work together as entrepreneurs and business owners to up-level the way that we are building and growing this incredible industry. In today's episode, we are going to be sharing with you the merchant processing solution that all of you guys who are in business or thinking about getting into business need and want so that you can effectively sell your products and services online, and offline. Um, here to share a little bit more about those details, background, and how and why this solution is should be your first and go-to choice for your processing solutions is our good friend Livia and Carrie. How's it going, guys?
2: Going good. Thanks for having going
1: us.
3: Great. Yeah, thank you.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Super excited to have you guys on here. I cannot tell you in the 108 people that I have interviewed and the thousands who are coming through the queue, merchant processing is one of the top three challenges that I hear from every single business owner. So I'm really excited to dive into what the solution can offer. But first, why don't you each take a moment to um, share with us who you are, what your background is, and how you got involved in the industry.
2: Yeah, so um, I'll start. My name is Livia Cuddell and I've been in the payment processing industry for about three years now. Um, and Carrie is one of my, you know, most favorite partners. We got started in this business when I was just uh, new to it, so we've been knowing each other for a long time. Um, and yeah, one thing that's been, you know, really challenging to to get through is the CBD um, space, and so. Now we've got some great solutions that are long-term solutions, and I'm sure Carrie's going to dig in that, into that a little bit deeper. But I'm excited to help any of you entrepreneurs. I know at the end of the day, you got to be able to take money to keep your business in business, and so this is a very important piece to it, and this is a real long-term solution. So with that being said, I'll let Carrie take it away and share more about that.
3: Yeah, thanks, Sylvia. So my name is Carrie Flanders. I'm the CEO and founder of First Rec Financial, and we are a, what's called a full-service payment processor. Uh, we do everything from restaurants, car dealerships, speakers, um, to now we're one of the leaders in the, the CBD and hemp space. Um, I've been in the industry almost five years. Um, I got into it because I used to own a bunch of uh, different companies from car dealerships to bars and clubs to network marketing companies. And I always hated dealing with my merchant processors, so I decided I could do it bigger and better than most of the providers, and here we are. So far, so good.
1: And lo and behold, you were right. <laughs> uh-huh. That I mean, merchant processing has never failed to be a challenge. I used to work quite a bit in the live event space, space being a speaker to facilitate sales. And I mean, never failed. We always had some sort of like block or hold or you know, reserve or whatever when we had an influx of cash coming in. So I'm so happy that you're coming from the client's perspective in the way that you're building your solutions um, for multiple industries, but certainly for CBD. Um, and as you know, there are some pretty unique challenges associated with building and growing a CBD company. Um, banking has prevented and in some case compromised um, a business's ability to grow. I mean, I've watched people go from multiple six figures a month down to, you know, less than five figures a month when the Elevon exodus took place. Um, Carrie, can you share with me a little bit about your solution for CBD?
3: Sure. So like everybody else, actually, when we got into this, we were one of the, what's called the test ISOs for Elevon. So we helped Elevon launch their CBD program. It was now a year ago, July. So we had about a six-month head start before they launched it to everybody, um, which we thought was the, the end-all solution worked great till March. Then they came out saying they were stopping, you know, merchant services for everybody. So at that time, we took it on ourselves to, to go out and find our own solution instead of being dependent on somebody else. So step one is we had to find a small called a sponsoring bank. We went and found a bank out of Manhattan. So we now have an exclusive direct relationship with Metropolitan Commercial Bank out of Manhattan and New York. In the state of New York, Next challenge, we had to have a platform to run it on. So we went and built our own platform. And for people that are in the industry, they'll know what I'm saying. For people that aren't, it won't make sense. But we run on what's called the t rails. So we went and built our own switch and bin through t And so it's our, it was pretty much our own network um, to make it make sense. It's almost like we're, if we were a cell phone company, it would be like us piggybacking on, say, the Verizon network. So we're piggybacking on one of the top two networks in, a, in the country, which makes sure transactions, settlements, and funding happens you know, daily on a timely basis for the merchants. Um, once we got that together, and then it's the process of integrating it all where it works, and that, the whole process took us almost a year, about nine months. Yeah, about nine months. So we launched last week, and now we are a full-service processor for people in the CBD hemp industry. Um, I don't know if you're going to ask me questions about the the type of products we can or can't do, or just go right into it.
1: Yeah, absolutely. I will ask you about that, but I want to talk a little bit more about the tech infrastructure first, just to make sure that we have a thorough picture of what the capabilities are. A lot of the challenges with um, these subsidiary merchant processors has been, you know, they don't integrate with the, um, you know, technology that we have to use in order to promote our businesses, one being click funnels, another being, you know, lead pages, whatever it is, they don't integrate, you have to have all of these, you know, um, I'm virtually tech-tarded. So in my explanation, I might sound (laughs) elementary, but uh, you have to have all of these, you know, partnered softwares to make things talk to each other, or you have to disguise them or whatever it is, In our process, it's expensive, it's time, it costs us a ton of time, a ton of money, team. I mean, it's ridiculous what we have to do in order to get our merchant processor to accept money and then transfer it over to our thing and have it integrated into our sales funnels or sales processes. Do you integrate with these technologies or sales? Yes. So how that works is a lot
3: of that depends on the gateway service you use. So we, we integrate with almost every gateway out there. We even have our own gateway and we actually manage that for the merchant. So once we get a merchant, what's called a mid, a merchant ID number, then we set up their we set up their. I'm sorry. That's okay. Call me. We set up their what's called their gateway service. So we help them help manage it and run it for them. And all of our gateways will connect with every shopping cart. So WooCommerce, uh, there's a, a hand, and Livia can attest to most of these. Um, Shopify, um, you guys might even know more than I know just because there's so many of them. I don't yeah. honestly pay that close attention to it. But if there's a shopping cart, we can integrate. And then it's a seamless process from your checkout page to us. Transactions get run, then. Batch the next day.
2: Yeah. So in some cases, Sonia, so for Shopify, they're gonna need authorized.net, which is no problem. As soon as we get the approval, we literally create um a gateway at uh, the authorized.net gateway and a matter Um, the merchant essentially just integrates um their shopping cart so whatever platform Shopify, you just go in and you click your payment processor, you put your authorized.net username and password, and boom, it's done um click funnels would be in my gateway so with every platform depending on what platform they're using integrated and in it, it's super easy and seamless
1: oh my god so we have
3: That's our really own internal support staff that years. helps we help every merchant with that so we have a a, a full service support staff here on the site once
1: people get approved in my mind right now there is a full bore gospel choir happening like yeah. in my mind right now so if i start jumping around screaming hallelujah don't mind me yeah. <laughs> I love it. okay so now let's talk a little bit about the ideal customers um what products work what businesses work which ones we have to wait a little bit on i understand that you guys um are you know fledgling in the space although you're offering a ton of different solutions we also understand that there's some aspects of the business that are just not worth running the risk for right now at the state of affairs. Can you share with me who are those ideal customers and who are the ones that have to wait a bit longer before you can offer solutions to them?
3: Sure. So at this time, we do e-commerce only. So there's no retail locations. Um, we do expect sometime between first and second quarter of next year to roll out with, e- with retail. Uh, the reason for that is we need to, we have to keep the solution compliant. That's why a lot of the solutions are up for three or four months and then get shut down because they don't yeah. do the compliance piece behind it. So we do have to make sure that the merchants are selling products that are legal to ship and sell within the United States. Yeah. And then for those few states where I believe like South Dakota, you're not allowed to ship to, and I know no gummies in the state of New York, and there's a few other restrictions. We monitor that and hope when we're setting up the gateway to work with the shopping carts, we'll We'll add those restrictions. So for somewhere it's prohibited to to ship a certain type of product that'll be set up in your gateway so you can't ship to those addresses. Um, The reason with retail, we don't have the software out yet to monitor those transactions to make sure that when they're actually swiping a SKU that they're truly handing over the client, um, the product that was swiped. Um, As far as the actual products, we will do... And this has changed since, since we've spoken before. So we will do almost every type of CBD product out there, including vape and flower on a limited basis. Wow! So we will look at vape and we will look at flower, but it's a it's a case by case basis. So just because a merchant say selling CBD vape does not mean it'll uh, guaranteed approval. We're going to look at the financials. We're going to look at the COAs really closely to make sure that the products don't have any harmful harmful chemicals. Um, so that, that is available now, whereas before we were not doing vape and flower, but we just changed that as of Monday.
1: Yay, um, so on exciting. Case by, on
3: case by case, yeah. And and we will do startups, but not for vape and flower. Vape and flower companies need to be established before we'll, we'll look at boarding them. But for new CBD companies selling lotions, tinctures, you know, pet supplies, you pretty much name it. That That's not a problem. They can be new. They can be existing um, there's no limitations. We do request COAs on each and every product. So where it's a little different than some of the past processors that have tried it is we don't take a blanket COA just for, say, a, a, a merchant buys a, a bucket of isolate that makes their own product, gives us the COA for the isolate they bought. That won't work. Every product that's on their website has to have its own specific COA on it. So it a, topical, to a
1: a tincture, uh, a face mask, a gel yeah. cap. Each individual product has to be Products. batch tested with the COA delivered and disclosed at the and time. And it
3: has to be a full-spectrum COA. So not just the THC levels. We need to make sure that there's no heavy metals, no pesticides, and other yeah. dangerous chemicals. I um, love It's for the protection of the merchant as well. I mean, obviously, they don't want to sell a product that can cause damage to someone.
1: Well, Um, you can wrap it up to say that it's both for your guys' protection, but also setting a standard for the industry. You're really supporting to up-level the way that we are just, you know, developing and distributing products. If it's possible for the merchant to participate in that, for me, that's like, I feel like I actually have a partner both in compliance and in quality, which will support my positioning in the marketplace as a business owner. So I think that that's fantastic. I love that there's such a heavy emphasis on the compliance piece um, because, you know, let's be frank, like with the new studies that are coming out, products are being sold and distributed who don't even have active cannabinoids in them. You know, there's major contrast between what's in the bottle and what's on the bottle. You know, so I love that you guys are involved in that whole process and building it into the compliance piece of your guys's business and qualifying people to be able to do business through and with you guys. Um, that's fantastic. So as so I'm going to just reiterate that you stated any product that is being developed and sold and distributed online, if, they, if somebody from South Dakota or from New York or any one of these states who do have restrictions, let's say somebody in New York tried to buy gummy bears, um, they would not be able to complete their purchase through the site because of the restrictions that the merchant would put right. on to stay in compliance.
3: Correct. Okay. We would limit that.
1: Okay. And then you invite both startups, if they've never sold a product, and establish business businesses of all sizes to come on, is that correct?
3: Correct. Okay. So startups so startups are allowed. And in most cases, I mean it's not guaranteed, but ninety five percent or higher of the cases, there'll be no reserves either. So okay. the the goals, you know, the goal is to have a good fair solution for everybody, not to, you know, do a money grab as a lot of people have gone out and done where they they're just looking to see how much money they can make by processing in this industry. We're yeah. in for the long haul on this. You know, as the market grows, we want to be the leaders in the space. So we want to have a fair and, you know, good long-term solution for everybody. And that's why we're so strict on the compliance side, too, is we're not looking to do this for six months and, or a year and get out. We're looking to do this for the next 15 to 20
1: years for everybody. Amazing, me too. Um, okay, and then finally, let's talk a little bit about your processing fees and some of the details that a business can expect when they sign into your solution.
3: So the fees are, we do everything by a flat rate. So um, so it's it's going to range anywhere between three nine five to six nine five in most cases. A lot of it's tiered based on the volume of the merchant. So the higher the volume, a bit lower the fee. Um, and like I mentioned, very unless there's a an issue with the underwriting we're not going to charge a reserve or if they've had past issues in the past but in almost all cases no reserves it's next day funding um and it's pretty pretty straightforward so um, no application fees we don't nickel and dime with a bunch of just junk fees there's a you know small monthly statement fee a small compliance fee i believe a 15 dollars a month there's no minimums so you know, just you pay the statement fee and the and the compliance fee and then any batches. You know, obviously, if there's chargebacks, you charge a chargeback fee or NSF fees. You know, normal standard fees that every merchant processor would charge, regardless of industry.
1: And do you do a per transaction fee?
3: Oh, yeah. Sorry, yeah. And 30 cents a transaction, my apologies.
1: Okay. And sorry then... When we were originally speaking, you were mentioning, and and I'll just backtrack and say, a lot of folks have had to resort to the beta program inside Square, and many are wearing it as a badge of you know, pride and saying like, I got approved for the beta program. And I'm sitting over here being like, awesome, but still quite nervous because in a similar fashion to Elevon, hundreds of people a week are being onboarded into the solution. There's little to no check on the business and the compliance. And, you know, there's, you know, almost instantaneous I
3: mean, I got to be a little careful how I say it, especially on a a podcast. Um, I mean, we hear rumors. We're in the space. We talk to people daily. I mean, this is what we do. Um, I know, I mean, I know they've used their onboarding, automated onboarding tool. To board a lot of merchants, which you know, how are they using an automated onboarding tool if they're not collecting COAs and other other items? Um so I mean it just that's just that's just heading for trouble. Because as an audit happens and we all get audited in the space, what what happens then? So you didn't collect a COA, you have no proof that this product's compliant, you're not doing G two monitoring. For example, we do G two monitoring all accounts so we're always monitoring websites, make sure nothing illegal or or websites change if something a new product's added we ask for the COA right away. I mean we're on top of that where I know Square does none of that. And then take away the compliance piece for most people dealt with Square. If something doesn't reconcile right, so you 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 process say 15,000 one week you go to reconcile and you only got fourteen thousand. Good luck getting hold of somebody at Square. Their their customer service is zero to non-existent. Um, yeah, if you, and if you've I never try, tried, you try just them. try to call and ask a, a general question. Just Google Square, look up the number, and try to get a hold of somebody. Yeah, um, you know we offer live support not only through us and our bank. I mean, we answer emails, we answer texts, we call the merchants. We're, we're here to help. Um, so, I mean, we've had some large merchants, seven-figure a month merchants, that have been with Square already, switch back to us because they, they couldn't wait to get away from Square.
1: Yeah. Well, in my opinion, you have to have multiple solutions anyways. And certainly when you're dealing with a mainstream company who doesn't have a lot of the infrastructure in place to filter through the type of businesses that they are supporting, um, there's it's just not building a very strong foundational piece to grow on so i always recommend having multiple solutions but one of the things that caught my attention when it came to the rates um, was the fact that you guys have a meter beat policy and if somebody can prove that they have been uh, signed in with one of these other merchants um you had mentioned that yeah. you're
3: willing to yep. So, if they provide an, ex- an existing statement or you know the the square spreadsheet where i can do the math ourselves um will at the very least match it if not be there okay so that's, that's our ongoing policy so that, okay. but i gotta have proof so we That's how our agreements work with our banks when we negotiate our deals they gotta give us the additional pricing if we can prove to them that it's out there
1: yeah love that so, Love that. Well, for those of you guys who are tuning in and have been into the Square Beta program, congratulations. Anything to bridge the gap so that you can continue to do business is amazing. But at the end of the day, you really want to find a stable solution that can can offer you continuous and um Accessible support as you're growing and building your business, so this can be an amazing transition piece for you and offer you a more permanent um, secure solution. For payment processing. And what I'm hearing from both Livia and Carrie is that this is a collaborative relationship. They want to be able to build and grow the infrastructure to be in support of the success in this industry. And you are a key part of that. So please, what you can provide in the way of feedback, frustrations, you know, necessities is so key for any one of these solutions that are coming online, especially ones that have these pillars. of moral code that come along with their company in the way of compliance and um, you know quality of service, so on and so forth. So really helping us to up-level the way that we are operating as an industry. Our collaborations make this even a more valuable relationship. Livia, you are managing a lot of the customer relations when it comes to applications and things like that. Can you share with me the application process for people who are interested in using this as a solution?
2: Yeah, absolutely. So, um if you're interested, you know Sonia will give you my email address. Just simply email me and then I will reply to the email and send you there's a couple of documents. There's going to be a merchant questionnaire which basically has all the information for the merchant, the business, the ownership, etc. Um so I need all of that information so I can fill out the application. I don't expect people to fill it out. I will fill out the application just because it can be you know, confusing some of the questions. So I'll send a merchant uh, questionnaire. Also a document checklist. As, you know, Carrie said, we need COAs on every single product. Um, So my request is just make sure you send over exactly what we're requesting because I'm going to come back and say, hey, we can't do anything until you get this document submitted. Um, So just be as thorough as possible when it comes to the document checklist. I'll fill out the application. And then there's another form. It's terms of service. That just needs to be initialed on each of the pages and then the very last page it needs to be signed. So it's pretty straightforward. It's very easy. Um, and then Carrie, can we get that electronically signed by the way?
3: Yes, that'll be signed for fine.
2: Okay, perfect. So then that's what I would do. So I would fill out the application and then I would send it to the merchant to have them e sign the terms of service and their application. And that's it. And then it's super. Assume- no submitted to the bank carrie i believe we're looking at what three to five business days or does that seem a little bit longer yeah, well,
3: we'll, yeah well well we'll be up we'll be to that shortly we have a slight backlog just because it's like i mentioned the, the solution just launched on the first so we're less than two weeks into it we had a little bit of a backlog that we're working through quickly we're getting about 15 approvals a day right now um we believe by first part of december we'll be down to that three to five day turnaround right now it's about two weeks
1: Amazing. What are some other key pieces of information that our clients need to know to be successfully onboarded into your solution? Or did we cover it well?
2: Yeah. You know what? One thing I would say, and this is going to be in the merchant questionnaire, it's going to ask them what software they're u- or what platform they're using. So it'd be very good to know, obviously, if they're using ClickFunnels, Shopify, so i know and can put on the application which gateway that we need to get you set up on so we're not going back and forth a ton of times from underwriting to you know but i will in make terms that information
3: in terms of service make sure we're going to ask for all your policies so we want to know your refund policy your terms of service your delivery policy um you know we ask for all those links and we re- we review that again with we- and it's not that we're trying to scrutinize. We're again trying to make sure that you're compliant because we do follow every. You know, we keep on top of the, the laws and the rules with each and every state. And it, believe it or not, it does protect the merchant as well. So they're not violating laws. Um, because yeah. when 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 the banks or the card brands like Visa, Mastercard get upset and decide to fine, they just don't fine. They don't come after us. They come after everybody. So yeah. merchant included
2: yeah so basically, Sonia, fun. usually at the bottom of the website or you know Shopify or whatever, there's usually terms of service and refund policy. We'd make sure to you know have that complete uh, and then for the merchant to send us those links and the email with the document checklist and their information, um, so we have that, and it's very straightforward.
1: Is there a preferred? Let me ask you this because I remember what it was like for me when I was navigating and starting my own business, or when I'm working with a lot of startups. Yeah, I have no fucking idea what should be on the terms of service or what is an attractive refund policy. You're just kind of just throwing it at the wall, trying to figure it all out. So maybe you can share a little bit of insight briefly like, what is an ideal refund policy, for instance, or what are like key things that should be included in terms of service for startups?
3: um that's a tough one just because i honestly we don't we review it to make sure it's compliant but we really don't dictate what it is i see so we're more looking to make sure they do have a refund policy if they you know yeah um, it's more for when if someone does a dispute we know what their their guidelines are to make sure it's disclosed it's more about so it could be
1: two weeks it could be 30 days there's not really a standard
3: Yeah, there's not really a standard. And then i got to be careful Well, we're not, we can't give you that advice as well. Um, We can help and tell you if something's out of compliance, but I can't tell you exactly or tell them what to have on there. Um, I would usually, you know, recommend look up in your first start with your home state, look up what some of your standard, um, you know, consumer laws are Mm -hmm. and start with that. Um, Every state's slightly different. And if you pretty much stick, I mean, they're close to the same. So if you stick to those guidelines, then you should be, you know, you should be safe.
1: I always defer to legal on that question, so it's yeah. Not, yeah. It's or if you yeah,
3: have, if you're using an attorney, talk talk to an attorney too. Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm not an attorney, so I don't like to give you know any type of legal advice on that.
1: But and for those of you who are tuning in and and are in the startup phase, your um, web designer. Or legal or there's also resources for compliance who can advise on some of those terms and services. Um, When you're a member of the Emerald Circle Mastermind, we give examples of terms and service and refund policies. Um, I just wanted to see if there was a standard that they could offer, but we certainly have those resources available with the Emerald Circle membership um, and also some relationships that you can leverage to get just a you know, a quick consultation to make sure that everything, all the copy and all of the things, uh, product descriptions, the test use of testimonials, all of those things are compliant, both yeah, FDA medical, medical and Medical
3: claims, that's a, that's a good one. We, we do look for medical claims, so you, you cannot make any medical claims. You can't claim like, oh, it's going to cure cancer or going to cure Alzheimer's or... Um, yeah the that, that, the
1: words uh, the words that are and are not okay to use even references in the way that testimonials are being used in your mainstream platforms there's some really specific ways to navigate your way through all of that and how to effectively use testimonials or case studies without using medical claims there's some there's some directive um advice that we can offer in the medical er, i'm sorry on uh, EmeraldCircle.com, just so that you guys are are staying compliant Uh, that's the most important thing so that we ourselves are you know maintaining a professional image as an industry but that you're not putting yourself and your business um in jeopardy i'm all about skating the fine line but i stay on the I stay on the white side you know, <laughs> of the line. So, you know, there's always ways that you have to like bend, but let's not break the rules while we are, uh building and growing here. Um, any last, any last things that we need to know where, um, I know that you are directing them back to me. If you guys need or want access to this solution, I'd be happy to put you in direct contact with Livia. She will help facilitate the entire application process, which in itself is a godsend. I hate filling out those applications. Um, so she can help facilitate that entire process. And now that, you know, I I, Carrie, I wanted to just acknowledge you because with all of the merchant processors that I have spoken to, brokers or otherwise, nobody wants to disclose the banks or financial institutions that they're working with. So I really appreciate your transparency and sharing where and who. The, the, the banks are located so that we know it's an actual financial institution um, and that
3: just Yeah, goes all domestic, nothing, nothing offshore. So, I mean, and we're, we're all about disclosure. And if you ever have questions, reach out to Olivia. If she doesn't know the answer, she'll reach out to me. And, and for some reason I don't know it, I'll reach out to the, to the bank or our, yeah. our compliance officer. You'll
1: call I the mean. president.
3: Yeah. <laughs> exactly, yeah.
2: That's right. And just one thing I'd like to say is when people do reach out to uh, get in touch with me, um, I'm pretty much available around the clock. Um, I know right now, obviously with this new solution, I want to get people in and as fast as possible. So I'll also provide my my cell phone. So I'll be available via text, email. You know, we're about getting these through the pipeline and getting them in. So I'm bending over backwards right now. I've got a team and dedicated staff ready to go and we're ready to get people on board and give you the customer service you need. So I will be providing my uh, contact information via email, phone number, so you, I make people can make sure they get in touch with me, which I think is really important too.
1: <laughs> Amazing. I appreciate that. And you have been extremely... I'll just attest to the fact that you've been extremely responsive, informative, and supportive to the folks that we've already brought through the pipeline. So I feel really confident. Give my 100% Sonia seal of approval on this mm-hmm. bad baby. And mm-hmm. for all of you guys who are listening, who are budding entrepreneurs looking for solutions or perhaps... Are an existing brand who have been troubled by the changing times, feel free to reach out to us. Um, sonia at TheEmeraldCircle.com is my direct and private email. Uh, feel free to reach out to me there with inquiries in regards to merchant processing, and I will connect you directly to the source. This is the lifeline, guys, and I'm super excited to be able to bring the solution online with our partners here, Olivia and Carrie. Any last thoughts or words to share with the community before we end today's episode?
3: Yeah, just thanks for having me on. I really appreciate it. It's exciting.
1: Yeah, cool. absolutely. Thank you so much for your time today, Carrie. And uh, looking pleasure. forward to building an immense amount of success and impact uh, through this solution. Thank you, Livia. Thanks so much.
2: Awesome. Thank you, Sonia. It was great being here.
1: Bye, guys. You're welcome. Bye. Hey, guys, those of you guys who are tuning in with us today, thanks so much for being a part of this incredible community and for your daily contributions to the success of this industry. If you are a budding entrepreneur or established brand hitting the glass ceiling, Check check us out at TheEmeraldCircle.com for all of the resources and relationships that you need to break through the inevitable challenges that come with this incredible industry. It is our mission to empower you with the truth about cannabis and hemp and help you build success inside of this amazing but challenging space. I'm your host with the most, Sonia Gomez, and this is The Hemp Revolution. We'll see you guys soon.
0: Thanks for listening to this episode. We took notes on this episode for you, along with all the links and resources mentioned in the episode. Get them free on the show notes page here at www.medicalsecrets.com. If you love this show and our content, please subscribe to the show on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen to podcasts. And if you really want to help us get the message out there, please rate, review, and tell all your friends. With your help, we can continue to reach the world with our message. And until next time, we hope you join the hemp revolution. And we challenge you to dream big and love the life you live.